What the fuck is up, chat? Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, shit. We're back again. It's another week. Another episode of Real Nerd Hours. This is episode 51. No, the Brewer interview is not going to be on this one either. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Not to say that it's bad or anything. I just don't think most of our audience has an interest in that. So why did I do it in the first place? I don't know. Just because I could. Yeah, fuck it. I asked him like six months ago and he finally said yes. (laughs) So I kind of just felt obligated to go and do it. But if you're interested in hearing it, I'll throw it up on the Patreon. There you go. Yeah, so... It'll be there for you if you want to hear it. And then I'll put the extended interview with Adam up as well this month. There you go. Yeah. We got, we got, we got people to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. We did. I'm trying to get somebody else on, but they haven't responded to my email yet. Lame. Yeah. It's real fucking annoying, man. Like I prompted him to while he was on stream. He doesn't, he doesn't have that many viewers. Okay. And he was like, yeah, just send me an email at this, this address. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, I'm sending it to you tonight. So keep your eyes open. And then you did. And then I did. And then and he, he just didn't respond. All right, what a guy. Yeah. So, well, whatever. Yeah. He's not busy. I know he's not busy. You know how <laughs> I know that? Because he publicly just left his job. Oh, well, there you go. So, huh, there we go. Enjoy your days. Yeah. Of doing fucking nothing. You fucking herb. <laughs> I know you ain't busy. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hater over here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Chet. What's up? What'd you watch? Well, I mean, I watched watched the big one. I watched Star Wars yesterday. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah, the new one even. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. And so the movie came out last what friday something like that like thursday i think yeah i think most places were showing it by thursday but yeah so it took me almost a week to get to watch it you know so i had seen some some non-spoiler reviews of the movie and i got a lot of really 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 mixed reviews yeah that's something that i've seen that's pretty common online i mean granted it is a Star Wars movie. It's gonna be divisive. Well, I feel like the last one was like universally enjoyed, whereas yeah. like the critiques on it were like small things, like oh, Ray is a Mary Sue, or they just rehashed the old story, right. which I had a huge fucking problem <laughs> yeah. with. But like a lot of people didn't seem to mind. I I didn't really care that they did that. Like I got it, and it felt overly safe to me, but. It didn't detract from the movie itself. Like, I wasn't coming into this thinking like, oh, what's this brand new thing they're going to do with this franchise that really failed when they did something brand new? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? I'm sorry to derail this right here. But uh, one thing that I'm actually interested in seeing from Star Wars is an Obi-Wan Kenobi origins, like his younger years. Yeah, supposedly that's going to be... So after the standalone Han Solo movie, mm-hmm. the next one's supposed to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Okay. I that's don't know, fuck withable. I don't know how confirmed that is, but that's word on the street that I heard. Okay. And I think also word on the street is that they want Ewan McGregor for it again. Yes. That's which, the best part. Yeah. I would, I would be down with that. Yeah. Uh, don't quote me on any of that because <laughs> I don't know how true that is. 
the best thing that Star Wars has ever done, and I will say this till the day I die, the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone oh, yeah. Wars. Yeah. That was that shit right there. Those were tight. Yes. And then they ruined Grievous. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so as for Force Awakens, Last Jedi, so I feel like people really liked The Force Awakens when it first came out, and then as time went on, then people were more critical of it, and then you know you got more of the negative reviews coming later. Here, the people that saw it like night one for The Last Jedi were like, this movie fucking sucked. It was horrible. I don't know what they were doing. I it, The whole thing was a tease. You know, just all this stuff. And then as time went on, oh, less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> but as I saw more reviews, more people were like, yo, this movie was fine. What's the fucking problem? So my opinion on the movie was that, yeah, the movie was fine. What's the fucking problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think the problem is that it was fine. Not that it was great or amazing. Or blowing people's dicks back. Yeah, but I also think that none of the Star Wars movies are blow your dick back good. They yeah. all had cool moments. They all had cool premises. Not all, but you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, most people, most hardcore fans cite Empire Strikes Back as being the best one. I liked it. Had great moments. Had great scenes. Had great fights. But it wasn't, like, the best movie of all time. It was cool, but it wasn't... It didn't change my life. You know? And I think that I... Nostalgia goggles are definitely getting in the way anytime a new Star Wars movie comes out. And it's like, oh, it's not as good as the original trilogy. Well, nothing's ever going to be as good as the original trilogy if you keep that mindset. Like, it's, it's not happening. So, with a as non-biased of a review as I can give without any form of spoilers. I think next week, especially because you haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping you will within the next week. Then I want to get into a spoiler review because there's some things I want to talk about, but I'll save it because it hasn't been enough time yet. Okay. But in a spoiler-free review, I will say that there are some fantastic scenes. The cinematography was probably the best yet that I've seen out of a Star Wars movie. And I, I really like the Force Awakens cinematography and some of their color grading and some of the stuff they did with that. This one, I think, takes it a step farther. So I'm putting it as the best-looking Star Wars to date. And up there in best sci-fi looking. So one thing that I do have to ask is, do they vary the scenery in this movie? Yeah, okay, so you've got... There's... Obviously, the the rebel base, which is mostly on a spaceship. There's the, the Empire base. There's two planets that they go to. One of which is like Monte Carlo style. It's like Las Vegas high rollers. So mm-hmm. that's cool. That's something you haven't actually seen. And when they describe the people there, like when they talk about it, it's like, oh, it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Not not that exact term but you know it's they're basically describing like the moss eisley pub and that's what you expect and then they come down and it's like yo this place is banging and everyone's rich as fuck everyone's having a good time there's horse races there's drinking and shit and it's something we haven't seen before Mm -hmm. and there's 
I'm not going to get into like what happens there, but that whole thing is another sort of commentary on the Empire. And then there's also toward the end of the movie, they go down to this this planet that's uh, you see it in the in the trailer. It's got salt on the surface, like instead of sand, it's like white salt. And below that is this sort of red crystal. So when people walk across the surface, it's as if you're stepping in sand, but beneath that is like red asphalt. It looks really cool. And some one of the scenes they show in the trailer is like there's ships that are flying across the surface. So it's kicking up all this red dust on this white surface. Mm-hmm. Looks nice. Okay. Looks real nice. Oh, and then of course there's also uh, Luke's little island planet. But we've seen that. Yeah. One one of the things that I really appreciated about Rogue One was like just the fact that they changed the scenery just a little <laughs> right. bit. We, yeah. we see something tropical for once. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. A nice vacation planet. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, I, there's only so many times I can look at fucking dirt. Yeah. Right? Like, not every planet in the in the galaxy is dirt. Right. Yeah. There's only going to be so much fucking sand. And yet, in every, just about every movie, there's the sand planet. It's like, oh, great. Fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> fucking trash planet. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It, it is. There is a nice change of pace in a couple of those scenes. But they're not very long. Most of the movie is on spaceships. Okay. But what, it's well, Star Wars, what do you expect? Yeah. One of the things that upset me about the last movie was the color grading that they did. I like, I, I really liked it at the end when they're on Starkiller Base. Where it's just blue. Uh, it's blue and red. Before it got really blue. Where it's like in, when where it's they're like the twilight. When they're outside, but like the sun's setting because it's being sucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those outdoor shots, I thought thought looked really cool. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll have to watch it again and take a look. Uh, Two things that I found out. What you got? Uh, One, I found out that Google Chrome is only capable of playing Netflix at 720p. Word? Yeah. Didn't know that. Mm, Yeah. Neither did I. Yeah. Apparently, like, Internet Explorer and Edge can play it at a better rate. Huh. And... I found out, oh, fuck, what was that other thing that I found out? Well, I guess I only found out one thing. No, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, ah, it was Star Wars related. Fuck. Oh, well, I'll remember at some point. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so other things about the movie uh, that some criticisms that I that I had read is that oh this movie's too SJW pandering what they're talking about specifically is that the top like three people on the rebel base are all women okay cool I don't don't see what what the problem with that is one of them's got pink hair yeah one of them's got pink hair but you know there's fucking aliens who says an older woman can't have pink hair. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Is she an alien? Is she a human? With Is that her natural hair color? Who knows? And Did she take time out of her day to dye her hair? It's done very evenly. So if she did, she did a great job. If that's dyed, <laughs> she did a great job with it. <laughs> if she's an alien, then cool. 
what uh, this is this shows the decadence and the privilege of the upper class and the rebels she's got time to waste money on hair dye (laughs) this is bullshit she wears nice dresses or pantsuits i don't know i haven't seen it yet (laughs) (laughs) this is bullshit god this is bullshit there's also there's also some some commentary on the military industrial complex that's not very subtle <laughs> but I mean it's a fucking war like of course it's gonna be arms dealers like yes. yeah so there's a, there's a criticism on that in the movie and apparently people took issue with that as if arms dealers aren't a thing and <laughs> wouldn't be a thing in space either like I don't know and I'm pretty sure they've also talked about arms dealers in the movies before like probably not with as much commentary behind it but they brought up arms dealers it's like one of those old movie tropes when you have to have like somebody to blame or something like that it's like oh he's one of those arms dealers yeah so just paint them as like oh he's a bad guy right who hasn't actually he doesn't have to do something to show you that he's bad he's just a bad guy <laughs> right yeah it's like oh this guy's a drug dealer oh okay he's a terrible person got yeah. it yeah he's an arms dealer he's a hacker <gasps> i'm in <laughs> Every time, every time you answer your girl, just, I'm in. <laughs> What'd you think of the comedy? Oh, the comedy felt ham-fisted to me. I know some people who really enjoyed it, and I was like, mm, no, this feels very shoehorned in. That was actually one of my biggest criticisms of the movie, was that, like, the movies have always been sort of goofy at times, but I feel like... They really tried to take a Marvel route to it. But imagine if they were doing that sort of Marvel comedy in The Punisher. Okay. Like, I mean, like. Obviously, this movie isn't like (laughs) the Punisher levels of brutal. Yeah, yeah. But it's played very seriously for most of the movie. There's scenes where it works, like the the pork scene with the with Chewbacca. It's fine, like that's a whole scene of just like lightheartedness and some comedy. But there's other times where it's like, okay, serious moment, and you know, then someone gets a pie in the face, and it's like, oh, <laughs> okay, what the fuck was that guy? <laughs> I hope somebody actually gets a pie in the face. I wish. <laughs> there was a- call him Pilo Ren. <laughs> There was a scene that I'm, I I know right at the fucking beginning. Do yeah. you, do you know what I'm talking about? I, that was the scene that made me the most like, okay, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> I saw a clip of that. I saw a clip of it, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, is this what this movie's gonna be? Oh yeah, it, it set a, it's right in the beginning, and it set a bad precedent. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know if you've seen it. Oh You'll know. man, yeah. Oh, Even yeah. though I haven't seen the movie yet, I, I've seen a handful of clips online, <laughs> and it's because somebody managed to record the f- movie on their phone and upload a bunch of clips to Tumblr. <laughs> so I saw I saw a handful of things from the movie. Shout out to them, but I'm not going to link it in the description because you should probably just go see it. Yeah, just go watch the movie. It's they're be- fucking upside down too. Oh, sick! Yeah, upside <laughs> down in reverse. That's probably why they're haven't gotten flagged yet exactly yeah 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 Yeah. all right it makes sense i'm gonna say that the movie like as to be expected the movie looks good and sounds good so you're going to need i wouldn't recommend 
watching a rip of of this you're not here for the riveting story and the compelling characters and the you know dramatic acting you're here to get your mind blown by some lightsabers and you're not going to appreciate that with a cell phone recording no definitely not definitely not but speaking of lightsabers one of the coolest scenes one of the coolest lightsaber fights i would say out of the whole series was was in this movie i mean let's take a step back for a second not that many cool lightsaber fights happen. Yeah, so you got to take that statement with a grain of salt, but I will stand by that statement. <laughs> <laughs> the the original trilogy, those ones sucked. Those were weak. Oh my god, I just realized something. What at? I just okay. At some point they're going to remake the original trilogy. Ah shit. At some point, it's going to happen. And the guy who's playing Han Solo in the Han Solo standalone <laughs> film is going to play Han Solo. Oh, and then when yeah. they go back to remake episode 7, 8, and 9. Ah, shit. They're just going <laughs> to use the people who are in these movies now. Fuck. Oh, my God. It's going to be fucking gnarly. That's going to be weird. Yeah. But whatever. Kind of Adam Driver as Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with that. But Lando, Donald Glover's gonna come back as Lando. Right. Right. But they can't be like much older than they are now, right? No, like, I mean you you would have to do that remake within like the next fifteen years for the yeah. ages to be right. Yeah, and Something I like could that. see it happening. I yeah. Because I don't think they definitely could do episode 10 11 12 mm-hmm. they could definitely do that but it would be a safer bet to just do four <laughs> five and six again <laughs> yep yep oh man that would drive nerds crazy oh man that would drive nerds nuts they could it, like you could do a shot for shot remake still do the episode six uh the force kick as it were, you know, Luke fucking up the kick and the guy falling off the, the thing anyway. Mm-hmm. You go ahead and link that in case anyone has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can still keep that in there. They can keep the stormtrooper bonking his head on the on the rafter. And people will be like, no, no, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I would, I mean, I'd watch it. I'd prefer to see him new. Yeah, I, but- I would prefer that over fucking George Lucas updating the scenes and yeah, like putting CG. terrible CG. <laughs> oh, that was bad, yo. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's one of the things I have to agree with the hardcore nerds. Like the CG looked awful it and it looked out of place too. So out of place. When I saw I think I saw episode four, the remake of it, or like the re release of it somewhat recently, and there's this scene in the canteen in the cantina, and they replaced the whole band. Like With they the became CG all CG band and the CG singer too. Oh, that was so bad! And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this? They redid this shit? Where's my puppets?" It was real fucking terrible. Oh man, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Do you think any of the criticism is justified? Okay, so one of the criticisms that I've seen, two of the criticisms that I've seen. One is that the some of the lore that they put in like there's a lot of misdirection and one of the guys that i know who's like a hardcore star wars super fan who's also kind of a thug which is hilarious to me because baby i'm a thug like i i 
he's stolen someone's tires before. Like that, just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> no snitching. Yeah, right. I'm, I ain't out here naming names. <laughs> but uh, he was basically saying that a lot of the lore stuff was all misdirection. Like, I, I can't really get into any of the details behind it without getting into spoilers. But he he wrote the movie off as a giant cock tease. And that, like, everything that you thought was resolved, complete falsehood. So that was one of his big gripes. And he's... I think he's not alone with thinking that another common complaint that I've seen was that the editing was really jarring. And like some people are saying that the movie is very messy because it follows three to four major parties, depending on where you are in the movie, but it follows Finn. It follows Ray. It follows the empire. And then at times like it follows the rebels and then it also follows Finn. So like they're separate. So you've got a lot of jumping around because each of these stories are important because Kylo Ren's more of a character in this one, and Finn and Rey are separate. But they're also each doing important things. So there's a ton of cutting between these stories going on. It wasn't hard to follow, in my opinion. It's, it's really easy to tell where you are at any time. I don't really have any issue with it, but that's something that I've heard as a criticism, and I can kind of understand it, because there is a lot of jumping around. Mm-hmm. I just think they did it fairly well. Okay. Um, those are the main criticisms that I actually like went and read into. But I don't know. I think some people are just mad because it's not their ideal Star Wars that they wanted, you know? The funniest thing about that is like, I'm sure there's an ideal Star Wars online. Like, yeah. there's so many fucking fan films that have been made. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure you can find one that you really fuck with. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there's, you know, someone brought back Robot uh, robot Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And He's in Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or uh, Rebels, maybe? Rebels or Clone Wars. I can't. The th- one of those two CG shows. Uh, I, th- I would assume Clone Wars? I... I haven't watched either of the CG ones. So. Nah, me neither. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Overall, it was a, it was a really enjoyable movie to me and, you know, I'm not the biggest Star Wars nerd, but I've consumed most of the media, so I don't really think I think people just put up the old trilogy on a huge pedestal and I think that's getting in the way of people enjoying anything else uh yeah yeah probably I just you know they should just remake them already yeah, right just, just do it now fuck it just get it over with you know they're I, gonna hate that even more yeah fuck them who cares <laughs> there's I, money to be had here yeah I mean like I'm sure if they remade it it would be perfectly fine yeah and they could do updated and better like fights with lightsabers and shit yeah that's there's a lot that they could stand to improve with having this big budget mm-hmm. for these for the movies because the first one was it wasn't like some indie project but it wasn't a big hollywood like this was supposed to be a blockbuster kind of thing you know this was basically just george lucas's passion project and it worked out but the technology 
couldn't really handle what he really wanted to do at the time, now it could. Now you can have these high-flying lightsaber battles that if go back and watch those old lightsaber battles, they're not they're not yeah. exciting. <laughs> they're not good at all. They're not good at all. It's the ones in the the episodes one, two, and three were bad as well. I think actually the one with Darth Maul, uh, Obi Wan, and uh, and Qui Gon, Qui Gon. Yeah, I thought that one was all right. That was cool. But the other ones were just fucking. Bad. <laughs> oh, the one with uh, Anakin versus Obi Wan was all right as well. Uh, in episode three, yes, yeah, that one was pretty good. Ep- episode two was a little, uh, little sus. Yeah, Yoda flipping around. And stuff. That was so stupid. Oh man, that one even upset me. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck am I watching?" He's he hasn't been spry at all for this entire series, right? And you're just gonna make him do that? Hey, the force is strong with him. Oh, jeez, <laughs> jeez. I mean, I I liked that they had Yoda actually fighting because you know he's like the baddest of the bad but it would have made more sense if he was just like pulling people around using force lightning choking a bitch you know whatever like not doing jump flips you know uh just so you're aware i learned this bad boy force lightning reserved strictly for gray jedis and sith yeah yeah it's it's it is a dark side technique yeah yeah you get the force hug if you're on the light side force hug yeah yeah you give someone a nice comforting hug <laughs> with the light <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, a much more insidious technique is the force tickle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah that one ooh, that one's deadly in a fight <laughs> I, I you know i want to see i'm gonna go see the last jedi and then i'm gonna come here on the show and i'm gonna tell the story of what i actually want to see in the next fucking Star Wars film. I'll write it out. I'll write. I'll type up some little thing. I'll explain everything that I want to see in the next the or a Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be cool. I want because none of these movies have ever been cool. There's a couple of actually cool moments in this one, but only a couple. And it, it like, <sighs> nope. I'm not gonna talk about it. Not till not till next week. <laughs> What what I want to see would be closer to uh, the Jedi Apprentice games or whatever the fuck they were called. Oh, uh, the Force Unleashed. The Force Unleashed. Yeah. yeah, just one dude savaging people. That's basically what I want out of it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like they kind of address that in this movie. Like this, this really isn't a spoiler. Like Luke talks about how he gets elevated to this legendary status because he is the only Jedi and there's none around. And like people see, you know, okay. Yeah. He had a big impact, but it's not like he's a God. And I know I fall prey to this as well, but you know, as a fan, we kind of want that. Mm-hmm. Like as we want the Jedi's to be these godlike dudes, it's like, Oh, I'm going to deflect every laser shot at me. I don't give a fuck. I got the force. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean like it doesn't it doesn't even have to be anything wild you know what I mean yeah it just like I want to see kind of an exhibition it doesn't necessarily need to be like oh this it's one Jedi versus half a million dudes but if you could see a Jedi take out like ten or fifteen people right that'd be fucking cool yeah that'd be cool you know you throw the lightsaber around it cuts off a couple heads you jump in the air 
call the lightsaber back to you, force like pound people into the ground and like flatten dudes. Yeah. That'd be cool, right? That would be cool. And then that that takes care of what, like six or seven people as is. Yeah. And then people start shooting at you as you're coming down to the ground. And then you do like that Kylo Ren shit where you stop the beams. Oh, man. And then you just shoot them right back at them. Hey. And that's everybody else. It's simple as that. It's nothing too crazy. Hmm. Easy. And then you get into your little spaceship with your Asperger robot <laughs> that doesn't understand social cues, and the robot makes some dumb joke. There you go. About oh, some fucking what's his name? It's not something Crush, David Crush from fucking uh, right. CSI. Yeah, oh he makes God. one of those jokes. <laughs> it looks like these stormtroopers weren't prepared for the storm. Yeah. yeah. And because he's got Asperger's, he doesn't understand that that's an inappropriate joke after having killed 15 people. Yeah, you're not really supposed to crack jokes after mass murder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some, yeah. Something decent. I don't know. Because the, the, the fight scenes, we'll, we'll see next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll see next week. Uh, and next week, along with a spoiler review of The Last Jedi, we're going to be reviewing Bright right the new will smith movie oh yeah yeah comes yeah. out on friday baby oh man okay comes out on friday i'm so amped to see that yeah uh max landis don't you fuck this up oh yeah didn't realize that was max landis yep he's uh, real hit or miss he really is and the the thing is american ultra wasn't bad i haven't seen american ultra it wasn't like it wasn't bad it just i mean it wasn't fantastic right and uh god um i really liked chronicle chronicle was sick i really like that the problem that i had with american ultra is similar to the issue that i have with like some kevin smith movies it's the way that people talk Mm. and like people from the midwest aren't gonna talk like assholes from the city right like the east coast or west coast right they're not gonna uh, that was uh jesse eisenberg too right yes it was yeah he he has a distinct manner of speaking, and I don't think he can really pull off the nice Midwestern boy. No, no, he didn't do it well. But the movie, the movie overall wasn't bad. Okay, it was. I mean, it was perfectly fine. I think it just was marketed poorly. Yeah, I, because it wasn't. It wasn't like a mainstream movie. No. You know what I mean? It it was more of like a, a high budget indie project. Mm-hmm. I that's at least how it was filmed because it doesn't really follow any of the standard tropes from you know like a, an overpowered guy movie super secret spy thing right it, it's got some of that in there but it's not a ton of it yeah. well hopefully this hopefully this one's good yeah bright it looks like will smith is gonna be will smith in it up <laughs> i'm fine with this <laughs> yeah same same uh let's see what else is there Oh, I watched uh, Oh Mikey, the show about the mannequins that moved to Japan. Oh, I, I saw a couple episodes of that. I watched, uh, I've watched a few episodes of it. I mean, there's nothing really to spoil. It's just a comedy show. Yeah. It's very funny. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super silly. And, like, the way they use the, the mannequins to, like, deliver these lines, it really does change the way the humor is perceived. Yes. Like if this was if it had the same script and the same delivery with actors, it probably wouldn't be as funny. No. So yeah, it, it's it's a it's a fun show. 
I agree. Uh, it's also known as the Fuckons, Fucons. <laughs> yes. Uh, F-U-C-C-O-N-S. You'll probably have better luck looking it up that way. Yeah, that's a more unique title. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you linked to the first episode a couple weeks ago. Oh, did I? Yeah. And that's where I watched it from. And they've just got multiple episodes there. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it in there. I'll put it. I'll find the link and put it back up. Yeah. For this week. Uh, now on to anime hostage. Anime no hitojichi. So, Chet, would you watch? I watched Blood of Wars. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about this. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Yours is going to be way more entertaining. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Should, do you yeah, mind go if for I it. Go? You did, what, okay. Guilty Crown? Yeah. Yeah, how was that? You know what? I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. <laughs> I like. I kind of like it. I like some of the things that are going on in the show. It's because it's older. I'm just going to spoil shit. Sure. So there was a virus that broke out, killed a bunch of people. And now, like, the government's in control, and they have, like, a team of people, I think they're called, like, the GHB or something like that, or, uh, but they're referred to as the antibodies. They wear, like, white suits and walk around with guns and shit, and they have these, like, mechs that they fuck people up with. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that goes on in the show is actually really tight. Like, the fact that the antibodies are going out and actually massacring people, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, the the things yeah, you, you got the virus. I got the cure right here, son. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's a cool it's a cool show. I think it would be better if it weren't anime, <laughs> or if it weren't so anime. Sure. The larger problems that I have with it are, of course, the fan service. Oh yeah. There's a handicapped woman whose titties jiggle uncontrollably for some reason. Well, that's the handicap. <laughs> yep. And then there's a little girl who. Uh, Wears a skin tight suit. Nice. And there's lots of fan service of her. Nice. It's really weird. Yeah. Weird stuff going on. And I also hate like the the real pussy, the super pussy main character. Always. Who's always just so down on themselves. Oh, and man. like can't get over it. It's like, oh my God. Like something that happens in the first episode is he runs into the young woman from funeral parlor, which is the terrorist group mm-hmm. at the, um, they're like at his little hideout or something like where he goes to play on his computer or something. And the army barges in or the antibodies barge in and essentially they arrest her and they say to the kid, like, yo, you step in, we're going to fucking kill you. And he was just like, Oh, oh. And he's like freezes and he ducks. And then the guy who's like leading the antibodies is like, this kid don't want none. Yeah. And they just leave. And then, so he's like beating himself up about it. He's like, oh my God, I should have done something. You and it's like, die. It, right? Like you would have been killed. It, like, what the fuck are you supposed to have ju- done? Yeah, we're going to take out all these heavily armed guys. All right, whatever. Exactly. And then even worse the leader of the terrorist group when he shows up like with the thing that they want because the the antibodies only took the girl and not the thing she was carrying mm. so he has Shu I believe his name is uh, has the thing that she was carrying it's some genome or some shit and he goes to meet up with the terrorist group's organizer and he's just like I can't believe you let him take her you should have just you should have tried to stop them and it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? It could be an issue with the dub. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I kind of doubt out, it. 
like it came out recently so like those kinds of issues kind of gone away right yeah for the most part yeah so it just didn't make any fucking sense like why like yeah if it's a if it's a genuine misunderstanding where like two people have static like let's say uh and this is a terrible example uh like in captain america civil war is that the one with black panther yeah okay so the misunderstanding was that bucky helped kill his father right and that captain american captain america was helping him like evade police more or less yeah so that could have been solved with a conversation by the by uh but let's say for the sake of the argument uh that couldn't have been solved with a conversation so that conflict was because of a misunderstanding Mm -hmm. period and this one in guilty crown it's just because the people are stupid (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and this it could have been avoided like some of the friction that's there could have been avoided yeah but i i've always hated that fucking trope ever since evangelion oh i don't want to fight or like the people who aren't confident in themselves like i just i'm sick of watching it like almost every gundam protagonist it's real tired yeah yeah. And it's it's not endearing. Like I I hated it the first time I saw it. <laughs> and then like that that trope. And then it just keeps popping up. And that's actually a great way to get me to never watch a series. Just tell me the main character is a bitch. I'm out. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm there's nothing good about it. No. And the way that character development works in anime, it doesn't it's not actually good enough. It's not well acted enough for you to be able to see the changes throughout the series. Right. There yeah. are very few series where you actually see real character development. And that's not necessarily the fault of the people who make anime. It's more in the medium because like if you watch a film or a TV show, you can see in the body language and the way that the people talk yeah. that things have changed a little bit. And some series are capable of doing it really well. Whereas most average anime series can't do a period. So it's easier to make a change like Amuro Ray, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like he goes from kind of being like gung ho and then he's like, "Ah, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do this. And then he's, like, war-weary by the time Double Z comes around. Right. And, like, you can see the change, but that's also done in, like, 150 episodes or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's easier to spot the changes throughout different series mm-hmm. with certain characters, but it seems like in a 26-episode span, people don't really change all that much. Yeah. No, not too often. And if they do change, it's, like, a big fucking change and it happens in one episode right and it's a climactic thing yeah yeah i don't want to fight anymore oh god what was that guy's name from uh eighth ms team oh i don't know fuck that guy was a huge pussy (laughs) he was a huge pussy god i hate that shit and he's like he's in the military and he's like refusing to fight yeah i never understood that it's like dog then don't join the military like what are you doing even if you really want to be in the military and you don't want to fight, like there are support ops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not that complicated. I just want to learn how to fly the robot. I don't <laughs> want to actually use it. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, I would say that Guilty Crown is uh, pretty dope. Pretty dope. 
outside of like some of the anime ass anime things yeah All like right. i would if you were to take out the fan service and, and you take out like the magical elements and you just make it about this terrorist group versus the government it would be actually really dope all right because some cool ass shit happens in it and i mean i'll recommend it i'll recommend it even with it being an actual anime <laughs> all right yeah yeah no it's funny because when i when i got that recommendation that was that was another one from connie and she gave it to me in this list of other things some of which i knew were like actual just garbage and when it came to that one i, I asked her like how how bad is this she's like i honestly don't remember like i just remember that it was kind of trashy anime like and i'm, I'm sure there was the fan service that she was referring to yeah because she hates it <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's there's a lot of it and it's like it goes from uh uh it's fucking stupid oh, I, right. it's, I, I hate it there's the yeah and also one last thing one one last last thing that really fucking annoys me is when there are bad guys that are just bad guys like oh you, yeah they're just evil and yeah. it's like you get it it's i get like the antibodies from the first episode going forward up until maybe that second episode or not the second but the fourth one i think where they don't show like the light quote unquote lighter side like the more human side they're just bad dudes yeah and you're just like okay i get it like okay all right, you you want what you want, and you're willing to kill for it. But there are better ways to, or more exciting ways, or more novel ways of showing that people are bad outside of them just kind of rolling up and saying, "Give us what we want, or we're gonna kill everybody here." Yeah. That's it's, boring. It's, it's very weak writing. Yeah, it's very it's very trite. Yeah, and having some guy on deck that tortures people. Like, I, I get it. You guys are evil. Yep. You have to have your in-house torturer. And also, the the one guy, this is one anime trope that I'm fucking sick of. Uh-oh. It's the one guy who's willing to kill people on his own side because he wants what he wants. Oh, God. And it's like, fuck, dude. Come on, man. Like, yeah. I get it. You want what you want, and you're in a position of power, but it's like, come on. This is just impractical. Yeah, it is. It is. The person I'm referencing specifically shoots one of his own guys in the head rather than just getting him to stop doing what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I think he's lining up a shot to take with a sniper. Like, he's got a rifle, and he's, like, sitting somewhere, and he's ready to shoot somebody, and... He even knocks out a quip beforehand, and he's just like, this moment is more important or more valuable than your life. And then you could have just tapped him on the shoulder and said, like, yo. Yo, chill. Yeah, just give us a sec. Give us a sec. It'll be okay. Dumb. But whatever. I Dumb. fucking hate that. But all in all, it's not intolerable. The, the anime is not intolerable. It's very... It airs on the side of more anime mm. than I normally like. Sure. But, I mean, that's coming from somebody who watches shit like Cowboy Bebop. And, because that's, that's like, a good show that just happens to be anime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas this is just, like, kind of an anime. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. 
So Blood of Wars. Blood of Wars, I expected something very different. Um, so the the basic premise is actually funny enough, it's kind of a similar premise. There was a huge insomnia problem in the world, and then the pharmaceutical company releases this cure for everyone's insomnia, but some people face side effects that effectively turn... It's actually something closer to zombies than vampires. Like, we think of vampires because they, you know, bite the neck and suck the blood out, but that's basically the only similarity that they share with vampires. So our story follows. Oh, I also want to say that this was based off a Chinese web comic that was apparently popular enough to get turned into an anime. So all the names are, are Chinese. Um, yeah. So our, our our story follows our hero Mi Liu, who's basically a daywalker. He's half human, half blood of war. <laughs> <laughs> but all that means is just that he's a blood of war. Like I don't know what the fucking big deal is. Like they don't. So the story treats blood of wars as if they're a different species. There is shown to be no difference between human and vampire, except that one of these people, one of these sets of people drinks blood. Like that's it. They're not super strong. They can go out in daylight. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe it also gives them weird hair colors. Cause I don't think any of the human, there's a few human characters, but almost every character is a vampire. Mm hmm. And all of the human characters that I can think of all have, like, they just look like normal people. And then all the vampires are anime as fuck. <laughs> but, uh, so, he's the daywalker, and then he's got his three vampire friends. And they rob a bank. And Is it a blood bank? No, but they're stealing money to buy blood, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. But they also, like... That was the idea of the robbery, but then multiple people talked to the main character like, yo, we know you don't need this money. So I don't I don't know. I don't understand why they robbed the bank. I think it was for the thrill of it. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> then the four of them get framed for murder because apparently after they split from the bank, someone came in and just murked everyone in there. Oh. So now, okay, now they're framed and now they're being sentenced to death because... Fuck vampires, right? Then uh, they get sent basically to Battle Royale of vampires. Uh, they're all put into some cells and they can't escape. And they all have collars that explode if they try to take them off. And all they really have to do is survive and live in this... It's like a warehouse that they get put into. But they can't kill each other. Instead, they have to survive these monsters that get thrown at them. And while he's while he's here, our our main character finds out that he's he's a what's the word they used? A hemomancer? <laughs> it's yeah. a, a, he can control blood? That's what the name implies, but really it just means you're a vampire that happens to have some form of superpowers. <laughs> like oh. it's it's just a generic term for a vampire who has superpowers. I think he can fly? It was a little unclear. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes are there? It's it's a 12 or 13 episode season. It's That's it. Apparently. Obviously, I didn't watch all of it. I watched three episodes. Mm -hmm. 
apparently it leaves off unfinished because you know it's a webcomic so i'm sure it's much longer than can be fit into one one season but it's pretty universally panned so i don't think they're going to make another season <laughs> but like overall the, the it's, it's not a terrible anime like it it's clearly has some budget it's not like i don't think it was ever meant to be groundbreaking but it just doesn't do anything very well like the story is kind of all over the place the characters are bland as fuck i don't give a shit about any of these characters there's there's like really unnecessary fan service because one character of of course in the group of three dudes there's also the girl and the main character happens to be in love with the girl and she's just a walking pair of tits nice like that that's her character is hey look you got F cups. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're like 16, so that's cool. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really strange, and I was bored out of my mind watching it the whole time. Like there was nothing interesting about it. You know, all the main characters have plot armor, so anytime it's like, oh, is he gonna be okay? Yeah, of course he's gonna be okay. And like the only people that are gonna die is the sleazeball that tries to see up this girl's skirt. Like, okay, yeah, he's going to die, obviously. But is is the cool guy who's an assassin going to die? Huh? No, of course not. <laughs> Turns out he's also a hemomancer. He shoots blades out his back. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. because I couldn't really... I, I really couldn't form much an opinion on this show because it was so... It was so bland. Like, I couldn't pinpoint anything that was like, oh, this is terrible. Let me talk about that. So I, I watched some reviews on it. The reviews on it were terrible. Not necessarily that they were giving a bad review, but the reviewers <laughs> did a bad job. <laughs> I mean, it was talking, I'm talking about like people on YouTube <clears throat> that's like, hi, I'm Anime Gary. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Uh huh. Today I'm gonna be reviewing an anime that's uh, <clears throat> uh, it's called Blood Divors. And <laughs> <laughs> Blood Divors. <laughs> like, yeah, you couldn't figure out that it was like carnivore, but blood of <laughs> Okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, cool. Everything about this is just subpar. Mm -hmm. Just the the show itself, the reviews on the show, the reviews made for the show, like. Okay, no, it's is C minus it all around. No, it's all uh. Well, there's some CG parts. There's like okay. a car chase scene in the beginning. Okay, but no, it's it's traditional animation, and it's like it's it's decent, you know, it, nothing great, but it's also not the worst. Okay, so yeah, I would I recommend it? Absolutely not. It's not <laughs> even it's not even like so bad. It's amusing. It's just boring. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, we're going to be skipping anime hostage for this week. But let me tell you, the next ones will not be so easy on you. Okay. Well, I got something special for you, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, bring it. Bring it on. All right. Uh, and I will I'll bring some ones for you as well. Hopefully, I can find more anime vampires. <laughs> yeah. I think every single time we've done this, I've had anime vampires. At least, At least one on the list, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so next week we will be 
bringing back anime hostage uh, just for the picks. Uh, it's our one year anniversary show next week. There's nothing uh, we have. I don't. Do we have anything planned? Not as of yet. Not as of now. We don't have anything planned for the show. But if you want to, you can drop us a voicemail at four one three Savage One, and we'll we'll play them at the end of the episode for the one year Annie. Yeah. If you, if you want to do that. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, we'll probably. I'll just get drunk for the episode. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should just record it on the weekend then, or oh, we would have to record it this weekend. Yeah. Hold on. It Shit. wouldn't really work. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Because we'd uh, we'd re- end up recording on the twenty sixth. Oh well, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Uh, we also have the Nerd Rage Olympics yeah. that are up on the Reddit. It's a pinned message. If you want to join in on that and submit some stuff, feel free to do so. I'm adding them to the list. Uh, I guess once a week when I see them. Yeah. Uh, I go. I I mean, like I'm on the Reddit kind of infrequently. I, I lurk. I never really post anything on there. Yeah. I, I like to watch some of the trailers that people post. Oh, yeah. I watch. I, I click the links, but I don't really say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Did you see the Mortal Engine that trailer? Did, no. That shit looks nuts. Did we talk about the Battle Angel Alita? We, yes. Okay. Yeah. I think. Should have. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hopefully. I've had did. multiple conversations about it. I, I'm assuming one of them was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If not, then, you know, let us know. Then we can talk about it. But just, yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, now we're going to get into some questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. All right. So this first question comes from Trevor Slattery. He says, I know how Denzel feels about the Alita in the Battle Angel trailer. Uh, what do you guys think that weeaboos would be pretty into that weird shit? They're basically actual anime eyes. Oh, boy. I guess we didn't talk about it. I, I guess not. But uh, we can talk about it now. Yeah. Uh, I think her face looks fucking stupid. I, I, it's weird as shit. They make reference in the manga that she doesn't look like normal battle droids, they say that, but it's not because she's got big, dumb anime eyes. Yeah. It's because she looks more human. Instead of the opposite. Instead of like a gigantic fucking robot. Okay, well. And then it's about like kids. The, the, it's about kids, not like adolescents. Oh, uh, And then, see. oh God, there's a, there's a part in the movie that I saw. It was fucking lit. The movie's pretty lit. Or right. one of them. We gotta get Eric one. in on this because he was a big fan of Alita. What's he doing now? I know he's going to London soon. I think he just got there. Okay. If not, if he, if he's not there yet, then he'll be there soon. But uh, he has been working out with a personal trainer five days a week in preparation for Magfest because he's got to be shredded. When is Magfest? Early January. Okay, so he could come on after that right yeah all right cool yeah uh i miss him i miss the fella i know me too also (laughs) i'm also like considering like hitchhiking my way out to magfest because i really want to (laughs) go is that magfest or mag west magfest so this one's east coast it's in maryland maryland okay so east coast yeah yeah very much (laughs) east coast (laughs) 
Oh man. Other I going back to the trailer, it looks fine. I mean, it looks like it's gonna be really well acted, yeah. but it's probably gonna be a bad movie. You think so? Yeah, Robert Rodriguez hasn't made good shit. Yeah, since. but he's not the main guy. He's the one, isn't he directing it? No, it's James Cameron. No, James Cameron's producing it. Oh, I thought it was basically backwards. No, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big dumb anime eyes. Are you fucking kidding me? That okay, so that really can go either way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Robert Rodriguez has made a couple of great movies and a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as for would would Weeaboos be into it? I'm sure there's that would be someone's fetish. Not even just Weeaboos. If that was a real thing, there would be some guy who hates anime, but he loves them eyes. <laughs> They'll put him on a sex robot. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. And oh the- god, have you seen like the so there's basically two definitions of the word Kigurumi. One of them's like a onesie pajama. The other one's like a real doll anime costume. And they're goddamn horrifying. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. There was a... I think I told the story on the show about the two dudes that came into the hotel Oh, yeah. Room. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Those things freak me the fuck out. So, I can only imagine the sex robots they'll sell in high volume with those. Yep. Ah, oh, the future scares me. Same. <laughs> uh, one last thing about Alita. I think her facial features outside of her eyes are just too small. Yeah. Like, well, she's got a small nose and a small mouth very anime of them yeah but it's like weird it looks like she's a praying mantis it's deep in the uncanny valley uncanny valley yeah because i feel like part of it's her actual face and like the other the eyes are just gigantic yeah but yeah it's like that filter on snapchat except with a tiny mouth instead of big eyes i hate all of those oh especially if it's like a hot girl and she's not wearing a whole lot, and it's a real hot snap. And then she's got this dumbass face going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh. It's bad news bears. Oh, I hate every bit of it. Except them titties. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Leo Larkin asks, you guys see the Black Dynamite movie and or show? I like the movie and first season, but not the second. Or it was long enough ago that I couldn't tell you why. I love the movie. I heard about it before it hit theaters. So, and this was when I was like early in college. So I was like, I was about it. And anytime I could make something that was like a reference to Black Dynamite in some of my work, oh, I was I was in it. <laughs> and I only, it was only a couple of people that I went to school with that had, ever, that had heard of it. I bootlegged it as soon as it came out. I bought the DVD as soon as I could. You know, I loved it. The show, I liked the show, but it, I wasn't, I didn't love it as much as, as the movie. And I will agree that the second season was weaker than the first. I liked the movie and I liked the show. Mostly the first season as well. I feel like the show was a little too self-aware though. <laughs> yeah. You know, of course, he's making fun of all the black exploitation movies. So, you know, he's, he's a pimp. But he's busting up the drug dealers. But like, you know, it he's, he's the criminal with a heart of gold. Yeah. Trope. Kind of oblivious sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And in the show, it's just like, he's actually stupid. Yeah. Yeah, versus, uh, he's, uh, he's just kind of oblivious. Yeah. But it made the show work in a lot of instances. I'll agree. I also think that because they were coming from the movie, 
you know, it's it was an hour and a half long movie, and the last fifteen minutes of which were like massively jumped the shark. So you had about a, an hour and fifteen of material to actually work with to turn into a show. Granted, you of course have these characters and all this world building and all that, but they couldn't do they couldn't go but so far from the movie, and I, I think it kind of held them back in ways. But also, I I still enjoyed the show. You know, I, I like bullhorn for example as a character yes he rhymed everything in the in the movie except for once but it's like okay in the show they really had to stretch to make every one of his lines rhyme. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know stuff like that but yeah it, it was fun agreed Deskrod says Hey guys, I just played Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. It's a great game that goes deep into mental issues like schizophrenia, and it's aided by people with similar afflictions to make the most similar experience possible. The sounds in the game are some of the most immersive that I've ever experienced. If you wear headphones, it's like the sounds and voices are coming from your head. Kind of freaky. And with a really good story about loss and revenge, this is definitely one of the best games I've played in all of my life. You guys should definitely play this game. I recommend it a lot. For the cons of it, some people don't like that the story can be finished in less than 10 hours, but with a 30 euro price tag, I don't think it's that bad. Anyway, I love the show. Keep up the good work and have a good day. Thanks, bud. Hey, you too. I've never heard of that, but it sounds cool. Never heard of it either. Yeah. I'm not really big into like really psychological games, generally speaking, but... If it's got a good story and it's immersive, hey, could be cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, Rip asks, you hear about the skeptic community going on to full down meltdown? Apparently, a bunch of them had a secret Discord server they were using to go after people they didn't like, largely supposed alt-right types. Getting pretty interesting. And then you post a couple of links about uh, talking about that whole blow up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see all the video clips and everything because it's it's a rabbit hole that I I would need more backstory to it to begin with. Yeah, it's same. A, yeah, these are big names that anyone who followed this would be like, oh yeah, of course, that's Johnny. I recognize <laughs> some of the names. Like I looked at the Twitter thread and I recognize some of the names, but there, there are people who are on the fringes of normal thought that I wouldn't even consider watching. Like one guy's like just genuinely a Nazi. (laughs) So it's just kind of like, I mean, like he, the, the, of course he doesn't call himself a Nazi. Duh. He's like, (laughs) why would anyone do that? (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember what he goes. I feel like neo Nazis have trouble calling themselves Nazis. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, come on guys, just be real. Just be honest. That swastika tattoo that you got last week. That's not okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but if you, if you have any interest on it, then could be interesting. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Samurai Jack the Face Ripper asks, you guys ever check out Ultraman Orb? I was looking around for info in regards to the new anime series and stumbled over this iteration of Ultraman. Seems to be very well received. No. I never really fucked with Ultraman too much. It's not that I didn't like it. I just never got around to watching a lot of it. 
I used to fuck with it when I was a kid. They used to show it on TV here. Yeah, I would catch episodes or there was there was I know at least one movie that got released over here and mm-hmm. I saw that, but I was a little kid, so I don't Yeah, I was a I was but a wee lad as well. I used to have uh I w- they're called Figma, right? Like the figures. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I think that's. Well, I, I think that's a specific kind of figure, but it's it's, uh, a, it's an action figure. Whatever well, whatever. I used to have Ultraman action figures. All right. Yeah. Um. Ooh. No, I I hadn't seen that that one. Somebody had posted like a new Ultraman is coming out in 2019. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it was Samurai Jack. It probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's usually the uh, the media man on the Reddit. Yeah, he's got he he's like in the know for real. Yeah, he so many fucking trailers, dog. Shout out to you. It's sick, sick as fuck. Yeah. Thanks for keeping us in the loop, dog. Yeah. Spirit Fury Fire says, "Yo, shout out to Denzel and my fellow IT brethren around the world. Chet, I know you're not IT, but you're tech related, and I'm sure you've had to work with idiots before. So shout out to you too." Here's something dumb that's hopefully also funny to you. I'm the IT manager at Major Scottish Retailer Redacted. And I had the owner and head buyer come to ask a series of questions about a spreadsheet. This took a good 15 minutes of them going, see, this doesn't make sense, and me not understanding their problem. In the end, I realized that they didn't know the difference between the columns titled quantity sold and sale margin. Not that they had mixed them up or thought a formula used one instead of the other. They didn't know the difference. Have either of you run into a situation where you discover someone doesn't know something incredibly fundamental to their job that hasn't stopped them from being successful? Because these guys sure are. Love the podcast, guys. Man, okay, so he doesn't know the difference between quantity sold and sale margin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, yeah, that seems critical. Yeah. Those, okay. Hey, you know, maybe they never looked at their spreadsheets before. Maybe never. <laughs> you know, this is something that comes up pretty often. Uh, I do training for people at work. Whenever they show up, I train them on how to use the things that we have. And then we move on with our fucking lives. Yeah. But the issue comes up in some instances where people lie about what they know and what they don't know. And I've had people mm. caught in lies before where they say, oh, I know what this is. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, I know what this is. No, no, mm. they don't. Okay. No, they don't. I've also had people not know what the start menu is. <sighs> I've had people not know what an address bar is. Yeah. Yep. I've had people not know how to send an email. I've had people not know how to dial out of a building. Oh, jeez, Come on. Now. Like, I, I get that, you know what, dialing nine may not be good, but people who don't dial one before the area code, like things like that. Oh, that's, that's, that one usually isn't necessary. I mean, it's, it's a local, local as in not international call. But. Well, you would say that, but everybody that I work with in my office currently is older than I am. Mm. So if I remember that I have to dial one, then they should. Yeah, I suppose so. Because that technology, I mean, like you have to dial one for a long fucking time. Like you have to, as soon as the area codes were introduced, you had to start dialing one on landlines and it's never changed. 
I mean, there was a while when you didn't have to even type in an area code. Yeah, that's when we were but little babies. Yeah. And then they introduced area codes. Yeah. And then you have to dial one. Yeah. But, Mm. like, it's been, they've known the technology since it's been around. Right. You would have have to have not had a house phone in order to not know to dial one. Or work in an office ever before with a landline. You basically would have had to have not had a landline. Yeah. Well, it's not my issue. I don't use a phone at work. Yeah, <laughs> lucky you. Yeah, just small, small little. I mean, like they're small, but they always add up. Yeah. Like there was somebody who said who came up to me and was like, "Oh, my laptop's not charging. I don't know why." And then their charger wasn't plugged into the wall. So it's just like it's little things like that. It's little things. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, as as for me, I my office is small and very specialized, so it it's not too bad. Um, like I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to After Effects, so if someone doesn't know something that I know, I don't really hold that against them. And you also, I think everyone that I work with has at least a bachelor's degree in some sort of tech-related field. So everyone's pretty computer literate, and so I don't have to run into any of that. But in the times when I've done freelance work where, you know, I'm not going through, where I'm not going through a project manager where, you know, it's just one-on-one, me and the client, some of the questions I get asked and some of the things that I've had to explain to people, it's like, oh, can you take this this uh, this 50 by 50 JPEG and uh, blow it up to fit, to fit on this billboard? No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no, I can't. Well, can you, like, redo it bigger? No. <laughs> Are you going to pay me to do that? Fuck you. <laughs> like, you're paying me to do a layout, not to redo this illustration. Like, yeah. yeah. Get out of here. No, stop that. I can explain to you exactly why that won't work, but all right. I also had a, I had a client recently. He's a... Uh, He's done some like Photoshop work, some video editing work, but he needed me to do motion graphics. And he was providing some of the assets to me himself. Like he would create something and then he would give it to me. And one of the things was a um was were some app icons. And he gave them to me. Them shits must have been like 14 inches by 26 inches at 800 DPI. And he's Holy like, I, I want it. I just want it. I want it to be really good quality. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Like that, it's way bigger than it'll ever need to be ever. But you're just wasting file size, man. I'm gonna downres this. He's like, no, no, no. I want it highest quality. I'm like, I'm gonna downres it. <laughs> the human eye can only see 300 DPI anyway. And it was going on to a computer screen. Which is at seventy-two DPI, so it, it would never, like, it would never need to be this big ever. <laughs> not once, not a day in anybody's life. And and he was trying to, he was trying to tell me not to downsize, and I'm like, no, don't worry, I'm gonna downsize it, bitch. I'm the professional here. <laughs> Shut up. Basically, he was real nice about it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, Mellowed says, "Dead or alive, developers hyped up." for a week that they were going to make an announcement after a tournament grand finals last night. The announcement ended up being that they were dropping support for their game 
and nothing else. They were dropping support for Dead or Alive? Yeah. The most recent one? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And there was, they, I forget what tournament it was, but it was a pretty big one. I think it was a Northeast Championships. And yeah. God damn. It's just like, hey guys, this game's dead. Fuck y'all. That sucks. It's only been out for like a year, right? I, I don't know. I don't pay attention to Dead or Alive. Oh, well, that's why they're shutting down support. <laughs> God damn. They, they heard Soul Calibur was coming out, and they're like, yo, that game's better anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some, that's some cold shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. Oh, well, speaking of Soul Calibur, Destro the Siege asks... Don't know if it's been asked, but do you guys mess with the Soul Calibur series at all? It's always been one of the few fighting games that I've been decent at, and recently saw they're making a new one. I played it back in EVO back in 2009. Fuck, I'm getting old. And got my ass kicked by Eris. Shout out to Eris. That was oh, a was wake- that that weird racist dude? No, sexist. Sexist. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but he's <laughs> oh, he's he's something. <laughs> That was a wake-up call that I just wasn't meant for the competitive scene. But that hasn't stopped me from loving the series, even though they took my character out from the most recent iteration. Keep up the good work. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Yeah, Soul Calibur. I I like the series, but I feel like, to me, personally, in in my personal views, the game peaked at three. Uh, I really liked 2. I think that was the one that got most everyone on the hype train. Especially once they brought in Heihachi, Link, and Spawn. Like, that was a really cool way to market the game. And, you know, get those characters banned from me all of those tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I really liked 2 and 3. 4, I was cool with. 5, I didn't really play much at all. But when I was in college, I was head of the arcade club. So we'd play any new release. So I just learned Patrick Close and just bodied everyone in the tournament until I fought someone that actually knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of a similar experience of you with Eris, but I I don't like the game from a high-level competitive standpoint, though, because it's really centered around doing safe strings and then baiting out counters. So in I, th- I think it was in 5 that they brought in the the actually the character from Star Wars Force Unleashed I think they just call him Apprentice in yeah. the game so the, he was one of the characters and he was a really good character and basically how you played neutral with Apprentice was you do horizontal 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 and you would you would vary the timing so they couldn't just counter you but that was that was how you did your stuff and if you got that hit then you can confirm that into a longer combo and then you got started but neutral game in that is real bland so i i hope soul caliber 6 fixes some of that and uh i also just generally don't like block buttons so that's another thing that kind of (laughs) like kept me out of that series so what's when's it come out oh i don't know i don't think they've set a release date okay probably something like 2019 okay i would imagine well i'll play it yeah yeah, I'll, i'll definitely give it a shot you know i'm always i'm always open to to more fighting games Speaking of, I think the Dragon Ball Fighters roster is now finalized. That, that's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not 100% sure, but the game comes out in less than a month or right around a month. So they they just announced um Kid Buu 
Hit, Beerus, and Goku Black. And I don't know if they had shown Gotenks before, but he's also announced. Okay. And that game looks fun. I'm I'm excited. The new characters they've shown, you know, all of them actually have different gameplay than some of the other guys. So I'm I'm pretty hyped for that, and I'll be getting on that. I'll very likely be getting it for Steam. So if anyone wants to come get this work, come find me. That that also applies to Marvel Infinite. If you if you want to if you want to just get washed, hit me up. Okay. Okay. Well, Johnny Versace on Steam. <laughs> I'll probably be changing that like this week anyway, but you know. <laughs> okay. You well you have fun with that. Oh yeah. I'll have fun. They won't. They won't get to play. We'll fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> One player games up in this bitch. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. But uh that's it for questions. Oh, is it? Yep. Let's get into voicemails. Gee. Yo, it's Dr. Dirty D calling in from the deep down. Cold as fuck, D. <laughs> so, you know, listening to the show, guys came up with some cool shit. That thing that came out of Chuck's mouth was, fuck those Bitcoin miners for driving up the prices of fucking RAM and GPU. I want to build another fucking PC, and I want to actually have decent gaming ability, at least, at least an RX 570 or something of that nature. At least something within that range. That's oh, no, 300 bucks. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to the Bitcoin, staying on the Bitcoin tip. Now, when I first discovered what Bitcoin was, I was making like $3.50 an hour, and I didn't care about it at all. But I was on like 42010, and they were in dire need of help. They were giving like 15 Bitcoins away for $1 donations. Gee, wow. Can you imagine if someone gave them like 20 bucks on what they have now, you know? Yeah. Other than that, uh, things that piss me off that nerds do in nerd culture... And I'll give it the one word right now. Just the one, just one word. The smell. <laughs> Have a nice night. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, well, that's real. That's real as shit. Well, here's a, here's a word of advice. Don't buy AMD. They suck. They've always sucked. Their products have always been overrated. And up until recently... Oh, not overpriced so I mean like they were shitty but they were cheaper than Intel right. but now it's shitty and just as expensive as Intel I've heard they've gotten better quality wise but also they've increased the price anyway so yeah they've gotten better quality wise because of all the Bitcoin mining right because of all the sales from the fucking miners that are out there <sighs> that's ridiculous actually yeah. speaking of Bitcoin uh, my company holiday party was this past week, and I found out that one of our uh, one of our cameramen is a really big Dogecoin miner, and, and not even just miner, but he's like one of the people that that heads. It's like a portal for connecting people who use the stuff, and yeah, Dogecoin started as a joke. And apparently he's he has turned a lot of virtual profit <laughs> off of it. Let's let's take a look. Let's let's take a look at the Dogecoin value. There was there was a tournament, West Coast Warzone, twenty fourteen, had a had a sort of side tournament, and the winner of that side tournament got fifty thousand Dogecoin. So we can see how much that would be worth now. At the time it was like five dollars. <laughs> 
<laughs> so 50,000. Uh, let me put in the math. Oh, it would be worth $380 now. Hey, not bad. Yeah. I have 1,100 Dogecoin. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did a little bit of mining. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. And I managed to get 1,100. Okay. So I doubt it's ever going to be worth anything. No, and that was kind of the... Like, it was created as a bit of a joke, like, Mm -hmm. in response to Bitcoin. But, of course... It just kind of by the nature of it, when people hear about it, then the price goes up. But yeah, actually, also on that, the price of Bitcoin slumped quite a bit today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it goes through its correction. It'll always go up and down, you know. 20 years, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit 50,000, 500,000. It probably will. Like, honestly, like, I don't want to be involved with Bitcoin. However, if it crashes again, I'm buying some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to, uh, if it hits 10 racks per coin, because there's, there's a few people online that are in a community that I visit every once in a while. They all have Bitcoin. One dude's got 49. Oh, bro. Yeah. So if that shit, if that shit hits a hundred thousand. Oh, bro. <laughs> He's a millionaire. He's, set. he's five million right there. He's set for life. Yeah, shit. If it hits five hundred thousand, he's set for like six lifetimes. <laughs> yeah. But if you invest in a mining company, you might actually be set for like six lifetimes. Hmm. But you gotta find the right mining company. And you have to have the capital to invest into it. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. Yep. Next voicemail. Hey guys. Uh, I was just listening to the last episode uh, and heard the Jello shot thing. Uh, I think I'm going to need a recipe. I mean, I got New Year's coming up, and I'd love some bomb-ass Jello shots. So, if you got that something like that laying around, please hook me up. All right, thanks. Love the show. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I will hook you up with the recipe, but I gotta know what your handle is online, dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You gotta let us know who you are. I mean, yeah. we, we can, we can I mean, post it up. I do have your phone number, but it would be weird for me to like text you a recipe. <laughs> hey, bro, I got you. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Speaking of which, somebody DM'd me a question. Oh, okay. On, on, on Reddit. Oh, on Reddit? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Actually, I'm having... I'm throwing a Christmas party on saturday and you got me thinking about jello shots because connie just got a uh, a pikachu ice cube mold and she was wondering if she could do pikachu jello shots and how now big is that it. they're they're about the size the total volume of a, of a normal ice cube but uh yeah we're gonna I'm gonna give that a shot. See, mess around with that this week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll 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 get the recipe. I'll get the recipe. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, so the question that's sitting in my DMs comes from suitable subject. How's it going? Love the show. Haven't heard the latest one yet, so I may be jumping the gun here. But I would love to hear you two talk about Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, I thought it would be way too weeby for me, but surprisingly has some nice twists and turns. Anywho, keep doing you, my man. Thanks, bud. Yeah, we can talk about it at some point. Yeah. 
I should play it. I you should, should play it. I should play it for the for the Patreon. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. All right. Well, how much is it? Free. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, straight up free. And I mean, it's a very short game. Like, even even if you don't read quickly, it's like six hours. Okay. Yeah. So I could it. do it in like two sittings or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I played it. I've I've played through the game twice. The first time I did in two sittings. No, three. Because the first my, when we very first sat down with it, I was kind of like not feeling it because I wasn't individual. I'm not into visual novels, but. I also kind of knew it was getting somewhere, but yeah, I just wasn't really feeling it. But anyway, yeah, I, I really enjoy that game, and uh, yeah, we could talk about it. <laughs> All right, for sure. Thanks, everybody, for listening once again to Real Nerd Hours, episode 51. I'm Denzel. I'm Chet. You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at that Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at BushidoBrownSD. Excellent. You can subscribe to the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. You can like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash real nerd hours podcast. And you can drop us a voicemail at 413savage1. You can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. Thank you very much, and we will see you next Thursday. Y'all have a good night.